can I just say before we start? Go on. Um, lungs. Lungs. They're very close to my heart. <laughs> oh, you said that we were there. I, Thank forgot, you very much. I still Thank forgot you. it was coming. That's me. <sighs> Done. Out of here. Oh, hi. Didn't see you there. I'm Ryan Burr, and you're listening to the Burn Friends podcast. Today I'm joined with Jacob. Hello. And also James. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, it's always something interesting with I you. Just, I knew something like that was coming. Um, <laughs> I know. He's, he... what, what, what can you expect? You've known me for, what, well, three years listeners, now? Listeners of, of the Burn Friends podcast, he has recently got... Um, Ryan brought in a horn, which oh, God, has, yeah. James has found no end of pleasure. Here we go. Don't get it out now. He's going to... Yeah. There you go. And, um, yeah, it's getting very annoying now, it's fair to say. It's his new favourite toy, mm-hmm. that's for sure. Um, today we're talking about Gibraltar, which um, I haven't been to myself personally, but you guys have. Yes. Do we want to start yeah. with you, Jacob? Well, I went, I went twice to Gibraltar. I've been on two occasions. Um, the first time when I was three years old. And it's fair to say I can't remember much from it. Probably not, no. Um, but I went with my parents, obviously. <laughs> I went on my own. <laughs> Treat I, uh, yourself. I said, goodbye, goodbye, uh. mum. I'm going to Gibraltar. Um, how old are you? I'm three. <laughs> all, all I remember from that holiday uh, was I had a blue, a very, very small, but probably about 30 centimetres by 15 centimetres, blue uh, suitcase. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was almost made out of cardboard. Or sort of that's that's sort of a rigid suitcase, and inside, um, it had an airport tag and everything, and inside were my toy cars. Of course, uh, can't go anywhere without them. Um, yeah. Because quite frankly, you don't need food or water or clothes. Of course not. You just not need you're a baby. toy cars. No. Yeah, that's all you need to get by, of course. And then I went again. Um, uh, whoa. It must have been a few years back now. Yeah, you said it was. This trip was more recently. So, so. Yeah, so I would have been seventeen or something. Um, so around twenty seventeen for yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, around <laughs> then, uh, when you could fly and, and 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 not be scared about catching something. Yeah. Um, oh God, yeah. But yeah, so we went. We went there, and um, we flew with Monarch Airlines. No longer with us, oh, of course. You remember um, the airline? <laughs> I mean, they went bust about two months after we'd been to Gibraltar as well, which very lucky we weren't. Um, caught up in that, that mess but anyway so yeah uh it's it's a really it's a really nice place mm. as for those of you who don't know um it's a british colony at the bottom of yeah, Spain. yeah. Of it's like you know britain but with nice weather you know <laughs> yeah exactly yeah everyone speaks english there and and also spanish of course because of the yeah the, the spanish mainland but like uh, um, mostly taken up by this massive, massive rock, rock. Mm. oh yeah <laughs> But also, like with um, Guernsey in Jersey, it's also a tax haven. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. So that's I did nice. Not know that. Especially for holiday makers. Yeah. Which is very popular with other British people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, although I know the Spanish are very annoyed, uh, probably quite rightly. Uh, it's connected <laughs> to their country, but it's not owned by them. Yeah, so it's, um, it's not an island. It's, basically, it's... when Britain was asked about this, um, the British will uh, say that they got the. They got Gibraltar when their records of having Gibraltar began. Right. <laughs> so they will say, our records began in, you know, the 1500s, therefore we, 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 we have Gibraltar. No prior knowledge. No prior knowledge of Gibraltar. Whatsoever. Uh, whatsoever, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, the, the big famous uh, Gibraltar Rock. Yeah. That's... Um, so have you, either of you two been up it? Yeah. I, I, oh, no, I, I, I haven't been. Oh, you haven't been, of no. course. Yeah. I'd like to go. It sounds nice. We, yeah. Um, we watched some videos on Microsoft Flight Simulator. Oh, yeah. Of Gibraltar, and because the airport's really small, isn't it? They've had to so the extend air, it. the airport is right next to the rock, and as is everything else, I guess. And it just mm-hmm. goes right over yeah. the sea, doesn't it? And they they so... they built an airport sort of out into the sea, and uh, the planes have to um, sort of taxi up very carefully. Gotcha. And there's a road running through the middle, and the road is called Winston Churchill Avenue. <laughs> Couldn't get any more British than that. And, oh, yeah. um, <laughs> in, in case the Spanish. We're wondering who, who owns Gibraltar. Well, Winston Churchill yeah. Avenue makes that very clear. It's like a little friendly yeah. reminder. Uh, yeah. Oh. It's like a friendly a friendly person who is wearing a, gr- a green jumper. Mm-hmm. And he wants to make sure that they, kn- you, they know you're wearing a green jumper. So, so what he does... Green is he, jumper. He, on yeah, it. he writes the words green jumper on his green jumper. Yeah. Um, just to make sure. Maybe in your face. But they close the road whenever a plane lands. So the, mm. the, the, the road runs through the runway... And you can walk over the runway so as well as like, pedestrian. It's like when the bars come now for trains passing by. Literally, that's the way. Just yeah. the plane. Just I know, yeah. Wait, wait, look for car, look <laughs> for plane, flit up to me. It is a, I don't know, it's something that's hard to imagine. That, um, just a big plane, waiting for a big plane to pass on by. Did, did you ever get that um, ad in school about crossing the road with um, the two hedgehogs? Maybe. The Green Cross Code is what I remember, which was about crossing the road. Because well, you went to obviously uh, yeah, school in Scotland. Yeah, this been just in Scotland, but there there were always um, adverts with these two hedgehogs, a mummy mm. hedgehog and a and a baby hedgehog, and they would sing songs about crossing the road and you've got to look left and you've got to look right and <laughs> stuff like that. Of course. <laughs> and, and I'm just imagining that, but with a plane instead. God, yeah. Nice little sing song. I like that. I'll have to use that next time I'm crossing the road. Yeah, I mean, in case anybody's uh, in, in in wondering, James has got a single coming out. Uh, yeah. With Mummy and Baby Hedgehog. Uh, Mummy, yeah. yeah. What else can we expect somewhere? Um, you, you can expect White all horns of bloody annoying by James. Cotton. Oh God. <laughs> I'm horny, horny, horny. <laughs> yeah. Just the horn solo. Just an hour of just. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Put the horn away now, James. Put the horn away. Um, <laughs> Bury it. <laughs> Burn it. <laughs> yeah, uh, so I went on the plane, but James went by cruise, didn't you? Yeah. You arrived by boat. Yeah. So, um, and in, fact, in fact, technically, I've been twice, technically. Oh. But the first time, um, I was ill, and this was on a cruise. And right. so, you know, with cruises, they're very sort of um, strict, even before COVID and whatnot, they were very mm. much... If you're ill, stay in your room. Yeah. We don't know what you could bring back or of course, what you yeah, could take. It's very like it's a very confined there. space on a cruise yeah. ship. And there was a lot of elderly people on cruise mm-hmm. ships as well. Exactly. So yeah, I was vulnerable. unfortunately confined to my room that day and mm. my the other three members of my family went. But fortunately we went again on another cruise and so this one was not the summer just been. This uh, summer before the summer that. of nineteen twenty nineteen. Summer, yeah, the summer of twenty nineteen. Okay. And um, it was really, really good because um, obviously they've got the monkeys there as well. If you don't oh, know, yeah. which are just they they inhabit yeah. the the rock. 
And world famous. Yeah. yeah. And and you can climb up the rock, but you've got to contend with these monkeys that are all over the place. I don't know the exact <laughs> species of them, but they are. I'm just Googling it. Bear with me. Yeah, while you do um, that, James, uh, when you arrived here on cruise, did you have to do that thing where you got into a smaller boat and rowed it to Gibraltar? Or did the cruise ship park right up at like, the, the docks? Um, no, yeah, for Gibraltar, we had to get onto a smaller boat. We yeah. didn't actually row it ourselves. No, of course it not. Was... God. <laughs> <laughs> it's just whipping us like slaves. <laughs> yeah, you've had a nice time on the cruise, and now you will work. <laughs> well, that's the beauty of cruise ships. You're, like, treated like royalty. Yeah, it's so nice. But anyway, yeah, so, yeah. I, could, I couldn't imagine, like, a big cruise ship parked at Gibraltar, because uh, from what I've it's, seen, it's very it's tiny. It's small. Yeah. yeah, depending on where we dock, we could either, you know, just park up. Right in the dock, mm-hmm. park up or oh, what's that? What's the boat version of parking? Docking, yeah. So we would, you know, a bigger port, we would dock right there. But no, as you're broke, we had to get a wee tiny boat. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, when we were up on this mountain, um, on the big rock, rock, rock yeah, of Gibraltar, rock of Gibraltar, mm-hmm. um, obviously there are steps you can go up, um, in places, and you know sometimes there's not, but. In this particular instance, there, there was steps in, in where we were walking. But unfortunately, there was this um, pair of monkeys, like a mum and a child, just oh. spread across one or two steps, just napping in the in the sun. Mm-hmm. And getting a tan. Yeah, and so, and there's no, there was no other place we could walk. You know, it wasn't next to an embankment. It was just a drop. So we had to step over these monkeys and you know that the steps were like only just narrow enough for two people to pass yeah to begin with so you know there was huge traffic jam as people had to one by one step over these monkeys trying <laughs> not to wake them was it busy and then the rocket it was yeah. yeah yeah i mean i've heard like these monkeys can be quite vicious you, you want yeah to, you want to be careful so, not to startle them. yeah so um uh, they're basically just take stuff they can, oh, um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I know uh, on the time I was ill that I had to stay in the cabin. Yeah. My my brother was up there with mum and dad, and he had some a packet of biscuits out or something, Uh-oh. and so this monkey lunged for Duncan and <laughs> the biscuits, and so my dad just had to you know instinct kicked in, and he just poof. <laughs> Whack the monkey Jesus and kick him. Kick the monkey. monkey. Oh my god. Was the monkey okay? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you no. booted a monkey. <laughs> I suppose if you're defending it. If the RSPCA are watching, uh, no, the RSPCA, please. Oh god. Please. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry. I'm sure the monkey was fine. Yeah. I, but... but I'm guessing, I'm guessing that's how the Wicked Witch of the West got her flying monkeys. Oh god. <laughs> Oh there was a restaurant below the rock which suddenly had this monkey flying <laughs> to the restaurant. Oh, God. Falls through the roof. Yeah. Like, lands in like and he, a fryer. And he, and he just gets up and goes, don't mind me. Just God. got kicked by a Scottish person. Yeah. Um, it happens more than you think. Happens more than you think, yeah. <laughs> Bloody tourists. Uh, yeah, oh, fuck. Like wiping yeah. the dust off himself. Anyway, the um, the monkeys, uh, thanks to Professor Wikipedia here. Um, ah, they a are, reliable source. Exactly, very reliable. They are Barbary macaques. They don't have like a white rim around their face. They, well, they're sort, of, think... sort of, they were not classic, they were sort of brownie, sort of yeah. red face, sort of. Sort of. 
scruffy. Quite small, quite scruffy. scruffy yeah. yeah. Okay. But they are the only. Uh, the population in Gibraltar is the only wild population on the entire European continent. Really. Mm. Um, but anyway, I I've got a story about the monkeys as well. Yeah. Uh, because they do true. live up to their name as yeah. cheeky monkeys. Mm-hmm. And then I've um, got a second story. Ah, oh, well, there we go then. Yeah, sure. So the first time I went when I was three. Now I can't remember this, but I was told about this. I was also. Um, eating a, a biscuit. Oh, it probably might be the same monkey. Got a taste for biscuits. Um, <laughs> now, the monkey came and stole my biscuit, and I was very upset. Well, as a um, three-year-old. As a three-year-old, be. it would be. And then it decides to eat the monkey. I say that, I'd be... I'd be it to, no, it decides to eat the biscuit, not <laughs> the eat the monkey, The biscuit sorry. decided to eat the monkey. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it turned carnivorous. It yes, yeah, yeah. As I was saying... Um, God, it's getting sidetracked, so the, the, yeah. The monkey's eating the biscuit, not not on a rock, on the part of the rock, or on... It decides to eat the, eat the biscuit on my dad's head. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. Um, right. Jumps, on the, jumps on my dad, decides In- to eat his biscuit there. Interesting location. <laughs> um, so... But then the second time, Mm. we were talking about this story when we were going back to Gibraltar, and we were wondering if it was going to happen again. Okay. And this time, the monkeys have formed a plan. They're now they're now specialists. They're militarized. They really have gone down to a key of (laughs) mugging tourists. When we come back, not only do they nick people's food, but they have worked out how to get into the cafe. On the top of the rock, there's oh. a cafe area and gift shop. Proper like um, chicken run style. So yeah. what happens is they sit by the door mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they wait for a human to walk in, <laughs> and then they will go in with the human. Nice. I like um, to think they act natural. You yeah, know, like they're kicking back, reading newspapers. Exactly. Got, and like, then suddenly on. we're in, lads. Yeah. Uh, they're looking through newspapers with eye holes cut. Out. Oh, they're... they're doing they're doing the um, Ethan Hunt <laughs> Mission Impossible. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The do do. One's luring them down in the vine. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking maybe they stack up and wear a trench coat. Exactly. One's doing a distracting job. One of the distracting is another human. So I don't suppose you've... uh, Go, go, lads, go. One's just got a really fake moustache on. I've got a a lady monkey to do a striptease. Oh, yes. Yeah. (laughs) And they're distracting all the humans. Anyway. um, So that's how we're getting into the cafe. That's it. And so what happens is you see a monkey walk in and then... You wait three seconds and you just hear people going, ah! As the monkeys... <laughs> the muffled screams. Um, That'll be monkeys again. My mum put put a bag down on the floor mm-hmm. and she opened the bag and within a split second, monkey reached in and took out a full bag of my dad's snacker jacks. <gasps> I mean, it was, there was like 20 or so snacker jacks in this pack. It's got it's got a full bag here. It's struck gold. Um, monkey's going to be sick. Opens it up. And he starts eating it, and he really wasn't sure. Inspecting it, sniffing it, he was like, "This is this is not like a biscuit. This is this is terrible." <laughs> Can I ask what is a snackerjack? Oh, James, I don't have in Scotland. I've never heard of a snackerjack. It's like a, a rice, um, a rice-based thing. Is it yeah. just rice crisp? Cake? Yeah, rice cake. Yeah. Oh, mm. um, well. I would just let the monkeys have them. They're not. Well, my maybe, dad. Maybe loves... that's maybe that's why this monkey was so unsure. Yeah, it's like a monkey... bloody rice cake. Anyway, it's like a connoisseur. It, yeah. yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a food snob. Um, <laughs> a food snob monkey. It, anyway, it carries on eating the bag, and all the other monkeys Wait, start the queuing The bag up. or the rice cake? The, the rice crisp. The bag of rice cakes. It's starts nice eating them, and tastes like they're lined up. It's yeah, literally. Nice of them. But this monkey is not letting any of his mates have them. He's going to eat the whole bag himself. <laughs> sure enough, he did. Really? Yeah. All the snacker jacks. Yeah. <coughs> Every now and then, 
another monkey would come in and, and snap a bit off, mm-hmm. and it would be clearing up the crumbs of this other monkey that was eating them all. But I tell you, they are very cheeky mm. and very criminals, is what they are. Sounds to me like they'll eat anything. Literally, they Even will eat. They will eat anything. Yeah. And there are loads of signs up saying, please don't feed the monkeys. But um, they will eat stuff. Yeah. I wonder why, though. Why can't we, like... Probably because they're hungry. That's usually why. No, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, like, why the signs are? I suppose it's too... Because they, they apparently they, they feed the monkeys themselves. They get proper food. Oh, right. Uh, so wild stuff. Oh, right. So oh. we're not, like, completely wild and well looked after. They are looked after, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, I guess people shouldn't really feed them, then. No. But, but it's wow. Having said that, um, yeah, they... um. There was a fact, I don't know if you know this fact, but the fact is, if the monkeys stay in Gibraltar, it will be British. If they leave Gibraltar, it will become mm. Spanish again. Oh, really? That is well, see, why haven't the Spaniards <laughs> just what, been taken out the kidnapped all the monkeys no, in yeah. like the dead of night? Yeah. I suppose as long as they're looked after, it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, I mean, this was in Spain, so we have a nice for both of you guys. Very yeah, nice. it was very, very lovely. Very um, lovely. And I found it very weird because it is British and so Classic, they've got yeah. all the British things. So they've got McDonald's and Subway and all that sort of stuff. Both Mar- American, but okay. But, you know, okay. <laughs> they have a Morrison's but, in Gibraltar. Oh, really? It's a yeah. really oh. weird situation where you, And all the strawberries are from Kent. Yes. So these strawberries have been transported so, thousands or so miles from Britain could to be Gibraltar. Gro- it could be growing in like the fields just across the border also. in Spain. Yeah. But no, they're shipped in from. They're Kent. shipped in from yeah. the UK. Yeah. That. So. So not only have they named the road Winston Churchill Avenue, the road that goes into Spain. Right. They've also shipping fruit from Britain. That's how much the yeah. British care about Gibraltar. God, I suppose um, it's like. I mean, compared to the rest of Britain, I suppose it's like a little a little slice of paradise for them. But I mean, it literally is. Everything yeah. has to be from England. Right? Every, everything yeah. has to be British. Named yeah. after England and all sorts. Yeah. There's a flag at the top of Gibraltar that is the British flag. Well, just on the stuck on the top of so the flagpole, yeah. yeah. But the thing that was weirded me out the most was, you know, they had all the usual things you would see on the British ice street. Like, um, usual things you would see on the British ice street. Mm-hmm. Except, they all pretty much had a wee outside area, and so you could have your McDonald's outside. And yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> what? Since when does that happen? Why? It's not very common here, is it? No. To have outside seating areas. No. I guess in, like, maybe, like, Even less so in Scotland, just because... Oh, yeah, the highlands, yeah. When, yeah, very, when it rains, mm-hmm. yes. When it rains, it really does sort of just drench you. Uh, speaking of food places, do you guys eat anything interesting there, or was it mainly just like English, British food? Well, I'm afraid to say, I think, it, I think I'm just trying to remember what we did for food now. I mean, we had an apartment. Oh, we so how long were you there for? Because I know with cruises, it's like days, isn't mm. it? Just I was there for a whole week. A whole week? Yeah, a whole week. But um, it was pretty eventful. Uh, it, I mean, it was, yeah. I mean, there's obviously lots and lots of museums because... The place is saturated in history because mm-hmm. it, it was important in the World War, in the both World Wars, because uh, it was a major port between a um, uh, it's a it's a it's they call it the gateway to Africa, mm-hmm. Gibraltar, because Africa is literally just across the water. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, south, yeah. Morocco, so mm-hmm. um, yeah, North Africa, um, and in fact, there's a ferry from Gibraltar to. Um, 
to Morocco, and they do some flights as well. Oh, really? um, so you can you can see all this culture and history, and uh, it's still very important for the British in terms of controlling the seas around it, so they can get cruise ships in, they can get freight crew yeah. boats in, they can do lots of army work and stuff. It sounds brilliant for tourism. So it certainly is lots for tourists to see. And we were in a fantastic location because we could see the runway, the airport, right from our window. Oh, now you love your planes, Which don't was you? a joy for me because yeah. I could watch every single plane land in amazing detail. Mm-hmm. You could tell us what it is as well from like a few I hundred did, miles away. Yeah, and I could I could go on the app, uh, the flight simulator tracking app, and see the plane. I could I could tell people what it was, and I could see it with my own eyes. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. But just below our apartment was this um, was this um, Jewish synagogue um uh graveyard mm-hmm. and that was really really um interesting because uh the jewish culture is i think more is, is different because we put flowers on graves yeah um but of course flowers die mm-hmm. and they they wilt and they have to be maintained so the the jewish people um amazing they put rocks okay. little stones on people's graves and of course that is a symbol of we will always remember this person because yeah. rocks will never perish. They will always be there. No, so um, it might nice, get blown away by the wind. but It's a nice sentiment. Yeah. So it's a very nice mm. sentiment. Are they like decorated at all? Like painted some of them are decorated, or, yeah. but some of them are just placed on the on the grave. Mm. Um, and there's this man, uh, his job was to look after the graveyard, clean yeah. the graves, keep it, keep plants, uh, you know, keep the weeds away and stuff. Yeah, and uh, and it was fascinating watching him every day coming out of his little because he had like a little cottage next to his graveyard, right? So right. he could go straight out into his work. She was like an unsigned caretaker. Um, mm. I was just amazing life. That's all you you know you you live. What yeah. an amazing culture you live on a place which is you know Spanish British, um, with this British and Spanish Spanish heritage, and you run a a Jewish. Um, graveyard. Yeah. I mean, what incredible culture! It's um, really not a bad like retirement plan. No, 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 yeah. no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lovely weather, like lovely scenery. Mm. Yeah, beautiful. Anyway, so, that's a little anecdote for you. I didn't see much of it other than the the rock. No, of there. course. We Let's went it. up it, and because we only had the day there, you had a little bit of a time limit. Up it. Yeah. So what was that but, like? The the hike up the the big rock. Yeah, it was Gibraltar. really good. So um, I'm. Not much of a natural hiker. Um, oh yeah, we spoke about this on the the, the Germany podcast. How yeah. you're not like super into, no. unlike your family who yeah. loves outdoor activities. But um, first, uh, to be sat by a pool. Yeah. Stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, but no, it 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 was still okay to go up, but it didn't feel like oh my god, mm. I'm going on a big day journey up. Hill. It, you did it, mention as well the head steps, so it's yeah. a bit more like so, yeah. forest friendly sort of. Yeah, out, and it didn't feel wilderness. like you were out in the wilderness at all. Uh-huh. You were either following a road or going up some man-made steps or following a trail or something like that. That's good. Um, and uh, so yeah, and um, at one point we we um, I've got another monkey story. Um, oh, let's but, hear it. <laughs> so obviously there, there are some roads that cars can go up and down the rock as well. All right. Um, and so we had just, in fact, this was, I think, pretty soon after we had just had to step over the monkey in the previous story. Okay. <laughs> um, and we came to this road 
um, that cars would go by, and there was a huge line of traffic, and was like, hmm, what's causing this? And we walked along a bit, and we saw there was just this one monkey sitting oh. slap bang in the middle of the road. Protesting. <laughs> and so, of course, they didn't really want to run, the, the drivers didn't want to run over this monkey. Oh. And so, you know, there was a lot of honking, like, <laughs> beep, beep, going on. But this monkey would just not move. But you should have told and, your dad, he would have went and kicked it. Kicked <laughs> out the way. Well, well, we think, you know, we thought for a start that, um, oh, he was just tired or having a nap or just, like, looking at people. But we thought, no, judging by your, you know, Jacob's stories uh-huh. and um, and all, all the stuff, that was probably a ploy. They probably militarised some yeah. of the other monkeys <laughs> to go and steal stuff from the cars that are waiting in the queue. Yeah, you know they know what they're <laughs> doing. They came up to one of the windows and went, this is a stick-up, give us a biscuit. <laughs> We start like cleaning no, it, like just, asking just, for some money. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just yeah. one dressed as Dick Turpin. Pay up in biscuits, yeah. jammy dodgers or bourbons. Anyway. Oh yeah, they get paid in biscuits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, so yeah, but they, they probably knew exactly what they were doing. Those cheeky monkeys. Yeah, but there's I don't know if you know, James, but there was a there was a cable car up as well. Yeah, there was. We we took the, we took the cable car up. But we decided to walk down, so we sort of oh, did a half and half experience. Walking down's always a bit easier. Yeah. yeah. See, um, we did it the other way, so okay. we went up, and then at some point, I was like, nah, I don't want to <laughs> do any more. I had a nice, lovely view of the place. Yeah. I suppose and, getting it back down, the cable car back down, feels a bit more rewarding, because you're tired. It's not just like a point where it's mm. like that. There's a huge... It's not like a sort of, mini mountain range. Yeah. Sort of, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. And so there's also a... When, when you get yeah. to the top, there's a huge whole load of flat stuff you can walk along and stuff. Is there anything up there? Or just... Yeah, there's there's plenty. So there was like a playground up there. Oh, there was, nice. there was a little, like I was talking about, a shop ruins. cafe. Yeah, yeah, a few ruins. Three ruins, so yeah. So we got to the top and it was like, I was feeling a bit knackered. And so I thought, right, I and we were quite close to the cable car, mm-hmm. um, and so I thought, right, I kind of want to go back down. And so me and my dad went down in the cable car, and my mum and my brother went along, um, some more to visit some ruins, I think. Right. Okay. And then so walked the down the other side. Yeah. So yeah. Did you get up to much else on intervals? Pretty much not really. I mean, yeah. we, we um, I think we tried to do a wee bus tour, but it oh. was a bit complicated. And oh, really? Stuff about buying tickets and oh, yeah. three different companies. It's nice to kind of like plan your own trip when you're yeah. in those kind of places. Yeah. And well, we kind of did oh. that for the whole cruise because... Mm. Um, they can, you know, or they they organise a trip, but it's hugely expensive yeah, to do, you, and like, you can just do it yourself. Or you're like coach trips and stuff, or uh, what are yeah. they called? Like benches or something? Where um, you, package holidays, do you mean? Yeah, something yeah. like that. You basically you you get off a cruise ship, you get onto a bus, and they take you to like the most yeah, it's all done places. for you. Yeah, basically. yeah, yeah. But it's just it's a way more expensive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people to be found and, in like the smaller places, and could be a thing of the past if. Because the coronavirus is really threatening mm, the package gotcha, yeah. holiday. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, 
obviously I stayed there for a week, so I mean, yeah, I, but you got up to plenty. Well, I mean, we we got around on the buses. There's an extremely well-established bus routes in in Gibraltar that go that take you around. Um, you know, all the whole rock, the whole. What are the buses like? So, actually, question because. Yes. It's owned by England. Mm-hmm. Which side of a road do they drive on? Is it the same as here or is it the same as Spain? Extremely good question. I think it is the Spanish side. Yeah. Uh, I guess if a road's leading to Spain, it makes sense. Yes. Otherwise, God, it really confusing. Exactly, it would be really confusing. Mm-hmm. So they do drive and they have their own government. So even though they yeah. are British, they, 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 Britain does not decide their own laws. No, that's right. See what I mean? They have their, their own parliament. Their own system. I mean, yeah. I think it's tiny. It's like 13... Seats. Come on, I mean, we yeah. have how many seats is in our parliament? It's like six hundred and fifty or something. Yeah, huge. But we they have representatives have... from everywhere. Exactly. Yeah. But um, yeah. So it had. It did have a very well established bus route, and but there were lots of lots and lots of young people. I think it was a very young oh, really? population. I, I um, kind of see it as like a sort of older people holiday location. Yeah. Uh, in terms I of the locals. So. Right. Okay. See where uh, it's it's like the sort of place people would want to retire to. Yeah, it's like sunny uh, Winchester. You know, except, except without and uh, more things going on. Sure. Yeah. All the posh people. Um, the monkeys. Yeah. 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 Or maybe there are posh people. I don't know. Mm. But um, just monkeys and cigars and wearing um. Oh yes. Hats. Yeah. How did you make Smoking all your money? Cigars. <laughs> biscuits. Lots of biscuits. Uh, um, I'd steal biscuits and then sell them to the other monkeys. I think sixty percent of this podcast is going to be monkey stories. However, it's we brilliant. knew that was going to be the case. Yeah, it's the monkey um, episode. They're the, they're the star of Gibraltar. Those little monkeys. I tell you a little little trip. We went over to Spain. We walked oh, across the border into Spain. Go yeah. on, we'll hear a bit of this. So um, it's all relevant. It's all relevant. Yeah. Um, so I can say I visited Spain, but for about an hour. But, and then I, went back I'd say that Britain. counts. Um, yeah, like when when you do a cruise ship and you hop up, you only visit the country for yeah. like a few hours. So like, mm. I, so I, I'd count that. So we went across. There's a border crossing point for pedestrians. We have to walk across the runway. Mm. Uh, so you check left and check right. No planes coming over. We go. So you do a um, little song. Hedgehog exactly, song. the hedgehog song. Yeah. <laughs> you check right. <laughs> imagine. Do you need your passport to cross over? Into well, Spain? you do. However. However. Uh, when we went across into Spain, um, the Spanish border guy couldn't be asked. I right. Mean, I don't know if yeah. I should be saying this, uh, but we were giving him his passport and he said, oh, no, it's all right. It's all right. Go. Okay. So we went across into Spain just like that. Um, uh, questionable. Questionable However, stuff. I think he was aware that Gibraltar basically is Spain, he, even though it's mm. British. Uh they're not going to be expecting any yes. major criminal activity. No. However, there is a lot of smuggling of, we were told there was a lot of smuggling of cigarettes and alcohol because mm. in Britain, um, the, the prices of alcohol are a lot more expensive than in Spain. Yeah. So there was a lot of that going on. Um, however, he, he wasn't that bothered. So we arrive in La Linie. Well, I suppose is, with, uh, like, I'm not defending him. But I guess he could kind of He's, spot tourists I from, think he from other people. Could, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, still. The dodgy stuff. Yeah, yeah. Carry on. So the town next to Gibraltar is called La Linie. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a sort of... it's The way I would describe it is the difference of um, wealth is very clear. Because like you interjected earlier, there are quite a few rich businessmen in Gibraltar who want to 
have a nice time, you know, being magical with the tax laws. Sure, um, yeah. Let's, let's that's put a, it like that. That's a, that's a nice yeah. way to say it. Um, and <laughs> La Nina was a lot more honest, a lot more poor, a mm. lot more in comparison to it, 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 Gibraltar, its neighbour. I was going um, like a obvious change in like the scenery like architecture and stuff there, there was yeah, yeah. um oh, that's cool i think yeah because it was we're in spain now we're no longer in in britain mm. um was this also on the coast of La, La yeah Lanier? yeah on yeah. the coast yeah um and that area of water is very very well protected in case they try and find people jumping the border via boat from gibraltar to mm. spain um so the air borders very well protected the road very well protected. The seas very well protected. If you're a pedestrian, just walk right clearly in. Just walk right in. Um, yeah. oh. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. But but Dad is a lot more fearless when it comes to communicating to in a foreign land. Oh, brilliant! Uh, it's good to be like that. it is very outgoing. So he he's the one that was walking into shops in La Lignée, asking people for things, mm-hmm. buying fruit, buying sweets, buying bread, whatever. Um, even though he he can say hola, you know, and that's yeah, about that, it. That, it yeah. Well, that's a, um, that's a good thing. Though. I think I think as long as you give it a go, the locals appreciate that you're you're trying. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, you were in Spain. We, uh, where did we leave yeah. off with that? Well, we didn't do much. We, we we just sort of wanted to have a look around more than anything. Yeah. So you know, once we realised that, uh, and we warned, don't go to the town at night. The lady that gave us our uh, um, property who I think she was an ex an ex English lady who had moved okay. to Gibraltar and she said don't go um, to, to don't don't go around the border at night time because, because this is like... when the c- cigarette and you know alcohol smuggling oh, this, happens yeah. across the border um, I know Spain's like kind of dodgy for pickpocket pickpockets there's a lot of that well. going on yeah. uh, but you know that's 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 how it is at the moment. Um, but yeah, so we, but when we went back, all oh, Gibraltar security guards, a lot more aware. Oh, trying to get back in. Um, going back in, it was a man standing there going, passports, please. Like, wow, this is completely different from when we entered into Spain. Mm-hmm. And of course, as soon as we got back into the border, I think it was my dad who went, ah, back in Britain. <laughs> um, <laughs> the irony of that for, sentence. I mean, yes. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah. He's not wrong. He's not wrong, no, no, no. no, no. Um, but yeah, there was lots of lots of mopeds in Spain and, and in Gibraltar. Oh, lots yeah. of people oh, yeah. mopeds. Mm. Um, I'll, I'll talk about that another time, but I've been to like a few different places in Spain. Yeah, like they love their scooters, don't they? They do. Yeah, and the, the number plate in Gibraltar is, is just a G followed by some numbers. Oh, so, I can't imagine there's many cars no. in the area. Mm. And a, what, a, a, a landmass that is only a couple of miles. Yeah, I mean, they had to miles. manually extend the airport to yeah, exactly. put the planes yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. Put them into perspective. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we saw we we went and saw some dolphins as well. Dolphins. Oh, oh. lovely. So it was a it was a special little you know they took people out on a small boat out into the bay in Gibraltar to see these dolphins. Mm. Um. I don't know if you've seen this, James, but on the crew, when you're on a cruise ship, sometimes uh, the cruise has to go past pink where the dolphins are. So, um, which is nice. That's a nice thing to see. Uh, oh my god, was it? Yeah, so it was on the same cruise as, uh, as the Gibraltar one, 2019 one, yeah. and it was just coming to the end, and we were all sat in the dining car, 
um, and there was a huge window that ran the length of the dining sort of hall or, yeah. or this part of it. So like a nice view. Yeah, out into the ocean and uh-huh. um, it was like one of our last days there. And then oh. we just heard one of the white staff, Dolphin! <laughs> and, so, and so we ran, literally everyone ran <laughs> to the windows to see if we can see the dolphin. There's a dolphin! And we're all looking, we can't see the dolphin. Where's the dolphin? Because they usually jump up. We can't see the dolphin. And then we start hearing laughter. And we're like, why, why are people laughing? And then one of the white staff come running along the windowsill with a cuddly toy oh. dolphin going splash, <laughs> splash, splash. They have a good sense of humor. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. When, um, so, so I think I told you guys today, but I'll say it again, podcast. When I was on my cruise, the staff that worked in the restaurant were really sweet towards us because my sister's in a wheelchair, so like we were yeah, like yeah. a bit more help from time to time. Yeah. And we had one of these like novelty horns attached to my sister's wheelchair to sort of honk at people whenever they got in the way. And as the staff walk past, passing out like the food, to give a give a horn a little honk, brilliant, a little cheeky honk, which is <laughs> nice and amusing. Oh. Yeah, very friendly. But yeah, uh, we'll talk about cruises another time. That'll be a completely different topic we yeah. need to talk about. Cause we could probably go on for ages. Yeah. But yeah, dolphins. Yeah, don't well, well. Um, they were very, very good uh, tour guides because they made it very clear uh, several times, which everybody was more than happy with complying with, that they do not want to stress. Because they're wild, you know, dolphins. They do not want to stress uh-huh. them out anyway. So I think there's a classic a presumption that the dolphins are really friendly. They go right up to the yeah. boat. You can swim with them, and they give you a high no, five. And it's only really like trained dolphins in aquariums that are like that. Yeah. Like the real dolphins are. A bit more so shy. they said we're going to go to the dolphins, but we're going to keep a distance. And if they want to say hello to us, they will say hello if they mm-hmm. want to. Uh, although they're not overly interested in humans sometimes. Um, but uh, we, sure enough, did see the dolphins from a distance. We saw them doing the, the classic behaviour when they, they jump out and they get mm, d- yeah. directly into the water, which we were told is not for fun, as people think. It's for breeding, um, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, they, they, they're, yeah. They're, they're technically not fish. Because so they, they have to mouth. breathe. No, so, yeah, they have so to breathe. It's, so they breathe yeah. I think it's called a cetacean. Yes. It's, it's like an underwater mammal. Yeah. Uh, carry on, sorry. Did they yeah, so no, they didn't. They didn't want. They, oh. they they were quite happy staying away. Um, but they were. We saw them jumping out, and also something to do with prey as well. They they do that when they're looking for things. Okay. Jump out of the water, sort of get the view, go back in. That's so. It's not. It's not what people think, which is they love. They love doing it because they Just love doing it. Um, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, they were incredible creatures and uh, very clever, of course, as well. Yeah. Yeah, because um, they aren't, aren't, aren't they not like the third smartest think, animals in the world yeah. after humans and yeah. primates? I think it's that their brains are like some of them, one of the most similar to a human brain in an right. animal. I mm. think. Don't quote me on that. Citation needed. Yeah. Although, <laughs> good, good university student advice there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they were, and but my friend who went to Gibraltar a, a, a couple of weeks after I had left, because oh. he was going on a cruise. Mm-hmm. Uh, his family loved cruises. He saw that he went on the same boat trip as us. The dolphins were were happy to go right up to the boat that day. Oh. So sometimes they want to, sometimes they don't. Yeah. Lucky um, bugger. Yeah, of course they want. I think they might have had, um, you know, they had a bucket of fish just in case, in case they want to. Mm. 
eat. It's like if you've been to like a safari park, you can get like a little box of like animal food. Yeah. You know, try and lure the animals to your car. Yeah. Well, you don't want to lure all the animals. Like luring a tiger to the car is probably not. You might do, James. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. But it was such an amazing trip out to the bay because I mean, again, we went right by the runway, Mm -hmm. just casually going absolutely meters away from this runway. Um, I mean, it's just such a bizarre experience Gibraltar it's sort of yeah. all this all this culture happening on and to describe it in a good way I don't know if you agree with this James it's like a model railway okay it's cra- it's it was all this it life crammed into a further. very small space um, I quite like but it's quite compact though because it's yeah. got everything you need in one place yeah. so you spent a week there you probably did everything you I could did have wanted pretty, to pretty very much, yeah. and idyllic and like, no, there's no there's no countryside area. It's all very city apart, based. Apart from the rock, or is that apart from the rock? Is that like not very green. Oh, that's very I mean, busy. For, that's full of tourists there yeah, as well. So was. you can't really go anywhere to be alone. If, you, no. if you're a local, you want to have a bit of downtime. Um, right. It's very busy. Um, it has its pros and cons. Yeah, but if you like that lifestyle, then, then, you know it's great. Kind of remind me of. Did you ever have Sylvanian families? Yes, I'm going to admit I did. Like, what's this? Little figurine, little animal figurines. Yeah, so um, they were I like little these. anthropomorphic families of, you know, there was a family of otters, and then there was a fa- and the all the otters were bakers or something like that. Right. And so, and and you would collect these, and my gran had them, and so yeah, and they were they were children's toys, and so you you know you could just create a wee village. Mm. That consisted of anthropomorphic animals. Is this something you got? Yeah. I'm, uh, for the listeners, I'm showing Sorry. Ryan a picture of them. Oh, I recognise. Remember these? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. like little hamsters in like all the worldly sort of clothes. <laughs> yeah, and so yeah, that sort of reminds me of that, just in wee village somewhere. Oh. I don't know. If, I don't know if there are any Gibraltarians who are like that comment. <laughs> You're basically a toy. Um, yeah. Yeah, oh no. god! I bet you I, know what I, I bet, meant. I, I bet I get some bad reviews from that, James. There was a fantastic <laughs> local guy. He was an old guy, probably in his seventies. And clearly, he must have lived in Gibraltar for his whole life. Mm-hmm. He knows. He he's clearly knows how everything works. Gets on a bus that we were on, uh, and it's fantastic because he was wearing a a cap with a Union Jack flag on it, <laughs> but he was speaking Spanish to one of his friends. Yeah. <laughs> um, home sweet home. <laughs> yeah, which is just brilliant. That that combination yeah. is, you know, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I think we spoke about most of the stuff we can speak about now. Do yeah. you want to mention any last little stories before we summarise when we move on to the topic? Um, right. If you're going to think in mind, now's the time to share. Well, other than um, visit Gibraltar. Yeah, yeah really you'd recommend a, it. I would recommend yeah, it. That is a question it's I like to really ask. Really lovely. No language barrier. Um, exactly. Culture yeah. thriving and lovely weather. Very nice weather and a fascinating place. Mm. Yeah. And um, I've just got my flight sim uh, tracking app. Next flight departs. Uh, so Saturday today, tomorrow, to quarter to ten. Bristol, EasyJet, Airbus A320. Right. You heard it here first. That's get to burn. Bristol. There you go. There That's you a Burn Friends yeah. exclusive. Get, get on it. Get to <laughs> Buy your Bristol. tickets. No, it sounds lovely. It sounds like there's like no reason not to go. Yeah. Okay, so gentlemen, are you ready for the topic of the day? Mm-hmm. I am. Topic yeah. of the day today is comedy. Well, that's yeah. good. Now, what better way to start this than with a joke? So I'd like a volunteer, please. I'm going to tell a joke now. 
All right, I'll, I'll go for it. Yeah, um, it's it's a bit cheeky, but I think I like you'll cheeky? like it. Yeah, but then I'll, I'll do another cheeky joke later for Jacob. <laughs> so James Crampton, funny, talented, good-looking. If you could be one of them, which one would you pick? <laughs> <laughs> That's it, that's my joke. Very first. good, sir. Very <laughs> thank good. Thank you, thank you. Very good. <laughs> oh, don't worry, you don't need to answer that. We know it's not true. Uh, yes, yeah, the comedy. Um, yeah, yeah. You were both studying it at the University yeah, of Winchester. Yeah. Which something you're both very passionate about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, start with first interests. When did you first get into comedy or like kind of discover this was like the lifestyle for you two? Good question. Uh, Do you want to go first to answer that? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah well, yeah. I desperately think of an answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just, I just, I. Oh, I'm gonna get. See, I lean forward there in my sort of arrogant. Well, Ryan, um, well. <laughs> I've been interested for many years. Just because you have something to say. Um, yeah. Yeah. Basically, uh, I, I, when I was a child, uh, my mum and dad were actors. Um, mm-hmm. Although before people start judging, he's had a leg up in the career. Um, that's totally not the case because. Um, they were standard jobbing actors. They weren't. There wasn't Eddie Redmayne. They weren't Helen Bonham Carter. They weren't. You know, they weren't. They weren't like that. Um, uh, and my granddad was also a, an actor. He was more successful. Um, in fact, he was really, really, really good. Um, he was one of us in like Doctor yeah, Who. Yeah, he was in Doctor uh... Who. He was in the very first Doctor Who Dalek episodes. Mm-hmm. In fact, he plays one of the baddies in that episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, he was one of Adolf's henchmen, you said, right? I think something like that. Yeah, yeah. He, was, he was in the Peter Cushing Dalek film. Yeah, uh, they they made two film two Dalek films. Mm-hmm. And he was in one of them. Uh, he was in lots of things. He was in Blackadder. He was. Oh, that was good. I was thinking about the comedy one. He's been in Frankie Howard mm. stuff. Was he in, wasn't he in Star Trek as well? No, no, he no. was. I don't think he was in that. No, but he's done loads of stuff. Like, yeah. gone forever. About that. Um, so it's fair to say that I sort of had that creative upbringing anyway. Um, like a sort of, yeah, the, the drama And for a while too. I wanted to do something in science. Oh, um, really? Yeah, I yeah. You. Well, I don't think I did Yeah, anyway. no. Um, when, I was, um, when I was at secondary school, I absolutely loved uh, planets, solar systems. Oh, was this physics? physics, stuff physics like yeah, this. physics. Um, and I thought, this is amazing. I want to... I want to present and be a lecturer or whatever, mm. or talk about science in some way. Um, and when I went to school, I did triple science, which was uh, for the kids who wanted to have a career in science. I very quickly realised that it's very difficult. It's bloody difficult. So uh, before I wanted to be a detective, yeah. I wanted to be a forensic scientist, which mm. is very heavy in like biology. Yeah. Which is, I think, my my worst one of the three sciences. Yeah. So it didn't really work out. No. No. It, it really I, is I'm difficult. Saying, it's, yeah. And I shitload of work. Yeah, literally is. And when I, when I started doing physics, you very very quickly realised that physics is maths too. Yeah. It's, it requires mm, um, like so many different equations. Yeah. So like, I, I tried to do physics and it was just bent over my head. Did mm. not understand any of it. Yeah. I did um, biology and chemistry. Oh, yeah. And which were. Um, chemistry, you get more equations and Yeah, stuff. chemistry is definitely. I mean, I'd say biology was less, the simplest one. But yeah. Someone biology with. was the one that involved the least <laughs> math and <laughs> Somehow sort of adding I better... in formulas and it was more about body parts. During whatnot. high school, I was a bit better with numbers, but now I haven't the chance. No. Well, it's because, it's because you've just, you know. 
you've let that side of your brain just just go yeah. into idle mode. Yeah. yeah. And I've no regrets. That's fine. <laughs> Feel yeah, the better um, for it. <laughs> anyway, I um once I realised it was just going to be too difficult, I thought you know I want to move on to something else. For for a period, I went through saying oh acting or do something like my parents did or whatever. Um, but I was watching uh Lee Evans one night. Um, oh, yeah. Dan had just bought uh, Monsters, which is his final tour in mm. 2014. And I was watching it. And is that how old it is now? Yeah. Yeah. It feels, it's, oh. Yes, it's what, six it's years too old? old. Yeah. Um, it's too, too old. So I know, I know. But I was captivated by his performance. And 100% my favourite comedian is still Lee Evans because of his sheer dedication to his art. Mm. Um, he when he's on stage, he is living on the stage. He does not care about the implications of what he looks like on stage, or he will just go for it, you know. And if you watch Lee Evans, you see that you know he's sweating, he's completely <laughs> knackered, yeah. but he's doing this because he he knows that he has to give his all to comedy. And I watched it, and I thought, my goodness. Maybe I could have a go at that. And I started writing stand-up routines. Originally for a school variety event, I was given a, I was given a slot by my music teacher who allowed me to do this stand-up. Mm-hmm. And mo- the early stand-up was mostly just doing impressions of the teachers. <laughs> I think I, during school, though, that's yeah, brilliant. That's, yeah. That yeah. is comedy. Like, not even just for the other students. I think yeah. the teachers can get good at laughing exactly. at it as well, assuming we have um, a good sense of humour. And it was just, you know, because the kids were aware that you know, they couldn't, they weren't normally allowed to mock people like that. But here is a man, uh, they've allowed him to mock the teachers. Who is this guy? Who's this hero? Yeah, yeah. But you're the man among, oh no, this god among men. Yes. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, so, you know, it developed from there, start writing more national, more generic routines for bigger audiences and mm-hmm. And started doing pubs and clubs and things, and, and it sort of went on from there, I guess. And, uh, you know, I I was always, I was brought up on, on you know, I was, I've always watched comics from a young age. Uh, Lauren Hardy was shown to me regularly, um, which I really liked. Mm-hmm. And Morgan and Wise, I also was introduced at from a young age. Yeah. I think that's mainly because, you know, my parents tend to be older, and that's what they watched. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, um, yeah, you do kind of because you grow up around the stuff your parents, like, yeah, kind of grow sort of like fondness, so a soft spot, yeah. So that that was that was the process that I went through, and then I started doing proper gigs in, in the Shaftesbury Fringe in my local town. I, I decided to do a, a, a mini tour, if you like, a mini string of uh. 30 minute to uh, 45 minute gigs. Is this for a full style uh, one? Yeah, this, yeah, 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 it was so it was 2018. 2018? So, 2019? No, I started this... in 2015. I think. Oh, God, it was that Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. I thought it was like just um, before uni time. It, yeah, no, no, I started way before then. Um, and then I guess at some point you have to think, well, this is going to have to be a career somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are loads of people out there who are still convinced that it's not a career, but, you know, it's 100% is. Oh, yeah. Making um, career out of anything these days. Yeah, I'm, I'm, YouTubers. I yeah, make videos for them. And just to podcasters. It's, it's very good. Yeah. Um. And we're speaking around a time here when the government have just 
told creative people to retrain in things. Yeah. So, you know, just had a big from the government. Um, anyway, uh, so yeah, that's how I got into it. And the rest is history. And I saw the d- comedy degree at university and decided to do mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. There we go. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. So you went straight... What did, what did, did you leave sixth formal college and go straight to uni? Hmm. Yeah, I, I, so I did, I did drama and English literature. Right, and okay. I, I, I did BTEC science, so I still carry on doing science at some hobby level, I guess. I suppose like most yeah. of us are close enough to comedy. And then went straight yeah. to university. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about yourself, James? Um, Do you have like a kind of revealing moment of um, discovering I comedy? I didn't actually discover doing comedy as a career is doing stand-up right. till quite late on. You know, I know I always liked making people laugh. And yeah. I know I always liked being a bit of an idiot. I can remember. <laughs> In fact, I remember first time I made anyone laugh. I must have been no older than eight, but probably even younger, probably about seven or six. And so we... We had the neighbours round, and so it was me, my younger brother, who's two years younger than me, and then their two kids who were even younger. Yeah. And um, so we were fooling around doing something, I can't remember what. And then from nowhere, I got this idea, said, you guys, wait there. And I disappeared up to my room. Right. Came back down, and... I had gotten a pair of my underwear from my room. And so what I'd just done is I stuck a pair of underwear on my head and then ran around the living room going, I'm Captain Underpants Head, da-da-da-da! And started running around the living room (laughs) with a pair of underwear on my head going, I'm Underwear Man! And these kids... My brother and the neighbour kids and and the uh, grown-ups, I think, once they came through, just fell about in tears. You have to bring that character back yes. at some point. If, <laughs> yes. you, if you ever do a routine where you talk about your discovering comedy, yeah. I think that would be a good well, way to you, you could do the routine. Stage. You could do the routine again. Maybe yeah. you still get laughs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, got a pair of pants and, uh, in your pocket or like so... inside jacket, you know, <laughs> pull them out. No, that'll be the name of my first tour, Underpants Man. Yeah. <laughs> That's a strong title. It will turn heads, yeah. Certainly, certainly yeah. if I saw, if I was reading a newspaper and I saw one big page of real face with a pair of pants <laughs> on your head, I'd be reading that article straight away. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's the... Uh, first time I remember making anyone laugh mm-hmm. and um, then my grandmother was quite a big inspiration she she was like if, like you like because everyone has there are two tight stereotypes of old ladies either the grumpy one that bashes you with the walking stick <laughs> or the big fat cuddly one that you know <laughs> gives you the chocolate and whatnot and she was definitely the the latter of the two to yeah. up to a hundred she was the sweetest kind loveliest wee sort of old woman you could imagine and like for the 17 or 18 years i knew her i only remember her shouting at me once or was only being cross at me once mm. Let's hear um, the story. <laughs> oh, it was it was when we were like ten or eleven, <laughs> and we had gone to the local um, golf club mm. for for a wee lunch, we lunch out, and so it was me, my brother, 
my gran and my granddad and my gran had popped to the loo. Right, okay. And it was, you know, cold out and so the windows were fogged up. And so me and my brother were just drawing on the windows as you do as kids. Oh, yeah. And then she came out. messages. Yeah, and she came out and she wasn't too best pleased with Sass for drawing on the windows. Five, what are you doing? But even then... She was more annoyed at my granddad for not stopping us than she was at us for doing it. I mean, you're only like 10. You can't have been yeah. like writing swear words and no. stuff, right? No. So, um, yeah. Um, she was a big inspiration. So that's and where, then, yeah, like, so like with Jacob, that's where your kind of uh, family link comes to it. Yeah. comes into a comedy. Yeah. yeah. And then how I ended up actually in Winchester is um, I started doing a... Um, degree in acting. Oh, in, in um, Scotland, yeah. Yeah, so I went to this proper performing arts school, mm-hmm. um, and you know, was, like worked five days a week, nine to five. Um, you've got to be able to sing and dance as well, and a whole load of stuff. Yeah, um, some, we spoke about it a little bit on the Germany podcast when we went on to. I can't remember what the topic was now. We were talking about like role models and how we mm. got into university. Yeah. Oh, that's it. I think the topic was university. Yeah. And yeah, but I was, when you were describing it, it sounded like very full on. Like everyone yeah. there was like, yeah, this was it, really well, like a passion. Yeah. And, and so, look at yeah, so it did a uh, uh, musical theatre and the dance course as well. You did and a dance course? No. No, I did the acting course. Right, okay. I thought, I thought you did a dance. No, um, but the same place ran a musical theatre and a dance course. Right. And um, we kind of got out of it because um, um, acting isn't so physically demanding. But the dancers and the musical theatre students were put on this very strict diet regime. Really? And yeah, it was that intense. The university? Yeah, in fact, it wasn't even that university when I first started. It wasn't, because it, was, it wasn't a proper university. It was just a wee like building. A, an academy or something? Yeah, it was called an academy. Right. And so when I first started, um, they would just run a HND which is basically a college-level sort of degree. Oh, yeah, a qualification. Uh, yeah. yeah. And and um, then when I left, the year I left, they said, right, we're going to change it to a full degree, mm-hmm. but it's the same year. So it was like a three-year course I just done the first year. Yeah, but, um, before you came here. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and... Uh, Oh, right. Something okay. I do want to ask though is how come you went into drama before comedy? What was your um, what, well? What, I always what lured you to that. Um, I always kind of wanted to do sort of entertain people, right? Okay, and and, and put on the show. Maybe you considered like maybe acting or something. Then. Yeah. yeah, and it was because um, that was the primary form of drama okay. taught yeah. in schools mm-hmm. and and sort of primary form of youth theatre mm-hmm. um, and so it was either that or musicals basically and because I couldn't sing I went into acting yeah <laughs> and process of elimination yeah mm-hmm. um, but like I said it was all very very intense and I just because I'm quite a character myself and I'm you really quite are. eccentric but people like um, that people love a character yeah and that, that was because uh, you know I can 
strip all that away and become the character. Um, and that was a big bit part of the feedback I was getting from mm. all my lectures. Um, and so I didn't do the second year. Um, uh, I don't. But, I can see how it would be like very like. Know, yeah. Concerning for you because yeah. it's not. You've... Yeah, I was not. I was falling behind my classmates yeah. and. I think not... if you had carried on, the next couple of years wouldn't have been enjoyable. Yeah, exactly. And um, but yeah, and then so in the in the um sort of um chore of scrolling through universities to seeing and if there's any sort of other kind of degree I could do that involved performing or writing or entertaining or entertaining. Yeah. Um, found comedy degree and it was they here um and a few other places that did it mm-hmm. and so I just chose here to do it. Very good. Um, I'm glad you time. did. Yeah. Very lucky to have I'm glad I did as well. Yeah. You feel um, like this is the the step forward, the right thing yeah. to do. Yeah, certainly the course and if not Winchester itself. Um so yeah, and that's how I got to got into comedy. Comedy. I mean even I like had a little I don't know, revelation of, I like making people laugh. Yeah. So I don't know, in, in like, early days of high school, you're still kind of finding yourself and, like, developing mm. a personality. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Not kind of going, like, oh, these boys like football. I also yeah. like football, yeah. then. That's the thing to like. I think... Oh, I was never like that. Well, what I want to stress here is there is a difference between knowing you are funny... Um and wanting to make people laugh professionally at a yeah. professional level. Oh yeah, yeah. Because um, anyone anyone can crack a joke. There like, exactly. Have, I think have banter if you want. There are comedians who say that um there are funnier people than comedians, mm-hmm. but they are not comedians. They are because they, they are. It can't be done professionally. Yeah, yeah. But they're funny as people. And they say just like the most attractive people aren't models. Mm. Um, you know, it, it, it is. I mean, look, you more... two. I mean, look at us. We we're on a podcast right now, and we're dead sexy. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know. Boy, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm I've got a six pack, and you know, yeah, like, I've, I've got luscious flowing locks. Oh, yeah. no, right now, my penis is wrapped around me like a belt. <laughs> <laughs> I've had to tuck it into my sock. <laughs> See, you could tell me and you were going for the PG versions, but that yeah, I know. Blown it out Maybe at fifteen. No, that's yeah. a, that's all right. Um, we're, 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 these things are explicit anyway. When no kids can't listen to. No, them. no, no, no. Unless I, I don't know. God, fuck, did he? <laughs> there you go. Let it all out. This is a safe space, James. <laughs> Feel free. Yeah, uh, um, it's a profession. Yeah, there's there's professional comedy, then there's casual comedy. It, which is which is with two different. Why entities. you get people coming up to you and going? If you say you do comedy, people swarm around you like. Tell me a joke. Tell yeah. me a joke. Tell, tell, tell me a joke. Tell me a joke is the first one. Fuck off. And I I always say. No. Yeah, you have a response to this. I, I, I feel very passionately about this. Um, because if a comedian is at the barber's or at a pub, he's clearly not on duty. Mm. Oh, yeah. You may argue that comedians have to be on all the time, but some comedians are not on all the time. I, yeah, like um, with um, Lee Evans, yeah. as you've said to me yeah. before, he's, he's quite he's actually quite introverted. He's quite a shy person in yeah. real life. And, and you see interviews with him and he's just not, you know... He puts the personality yeah. on a lot more on stage. But from his performance, you probably wouldn't know that. You probably that, wouldn't know that. Because um, he gives it so well. And I hate these people who go, oh, comedians need to be on all the time. Yeah. I think, because we need our, our sort of 
time away. Time we need off. our yeah. time to be our non-performing yeah. personality, whatever that is. And uh, yeah, just you wouldn't expect a, a lawyer to be on lawyer mode all the, all time. the time. This is this is the this you know this is what I argue. Um, and, yeah. and I think a lot of people. Um, a lot of people then go, who's your, you know, who do you like? And people go, oh, if you, have you heard of that uh, Michael McIntyre? Oh, he's funny. And that's what everybody always says about Shadow Radow. What Michael has done, I'm going to call him Michael because I'm in the industry. Sure, um, go for it. Like I know it. Mr. McIntyre. What Michael does, what the Mike Master does is yeah. what Michael McIntyre has done. Is M-Dog. Is yeah. the M-Dog. Big uh, <laughs> Um Let's hear it. Uh, the MM uh, is he, he has done he's cornered that market of, of being being the biggest comedian being mm. the being the one who is going to unite an audience and that's right. what he's done very well okay. um, because I, I think there are a lots of people that 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 love him and there are a few that don't like him mm. you know unlike some comedians where they they immediately split an audience people like Jimmy Carr you either love him or you hate him, you know. But there are people like Michael McIntyre who people genuinely like yeah, him, you know. It, um, it kind of feels like every sort of, not decade, but every sort of probably... Generation. Generation, that's what I'm looking for, has their comedian that everybody likes. Because um, we had people like Tommy Cooper and then Billy Connolly yeah. and then oh, Lee Billy Evans Connolly, yeah. and Michael McIntyre. Um, and so yeah, there's always gonna be one who stands out as he is the one that everyone likes. Yeah, like yeah. maybe another generation. And, yeah, exactly. Or like a nation. I think Peter Kay's huge here. Oh mm, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. dependent on a place as well as time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean this is it. Um, and I think there are a lot of people who. Uh, I mean, comedy is massive now, and there is a really big demand for it. And if you look on any channel, you look on Netflix, or Amazon Prime, or and not no not so much TV channels anymore. I think I think they're going off comedy. I'm not really sure why, yeah, but they I seem think, to be going off people, it. Um, um, uh, like you said, TV channels like BBC and yeah. TV and whatnot. I'm I'm tending to notice a lot more focus on ever since Downton. Yeah. A lot more focus on these period dramas yeah. oh, and yeah. these dramas where nobody does anything with a shit a dog, just shit a dog, just shit a dog, and it's like, they'll do what sells best, won't they? Yeah. So yeah, and also I think in today's like climate, they like to watch what they're putting out there. Like they don't want something. I don't know. They don't like taking as many yeah. risks with comedy because yeah. of course dodgier it, jokes. With, with it being twenty twenty, there's yeah. a lot of differing opinions over what you. Mm. are and aren't allowed to say and rather than get involved in the debate I think a lot of TV channels because because um, they require a lot of advertising yeah. um, don't want to risk losing advertisers no I guess and not, so, sponsors and stuff yeah, yeah. and so they'll just stay out of debates entirely and controversially yeah yeah, I think they're playing it safe, basically, mm-hmm. which is a shame. But things like Netflix and Amazon Prime... I mean, they really... They, they make a lot of comedy now, and yeah, they have a lot of comedy they're on not um, tied down by contractors. No. They, but if 
they make a show that isn't well received, then it's just okay, we haven't made a yeah. show that's yeah. well received, not much loss there. No, yeah. just cancelling, move on to the next big thing. Yeah. Anyway, we'll move on to the next question yeah. now. Uh, comedy related stories. So this can be things like, I don't know, if something funny has happened at gigs or like uh, stuff that's gone wrong at gigs. Maybe something related to the comedy course. Well, stories I haven't, I haven't heard, maybe. <laughs> firstly, um, I think. You both know this. I, back in, well, 2019, I did a little uh, tour of shows. I went to the Shaftesbury Fringe. I went to the Winchester Fair. I went to the Greater Manchester Fringe. Over the summer, right? Over the summer. And when we went to Manchester, we were very sceptical about how it was going to go um, because of completely unknown in that part of the world. Uh, You know, you're still unknown anyway. So we were worried about the audience numbers and we'd spent a lot of money trying to get up to Manchester mm-hmm. and um, the very very first <laughs> the very very first um, gig that we did in Manchester there were two gigs okay. both on that same evening the very first one I did there were two people right oh. <laughs> they um, left they, no, they, no they, 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 they were the only two people right okay that, that they did for the whole gig. yourself and one other audience <laughs> 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 yeah um, so I was told by my mum Beforehand, uh, backstage, so there's only there's only two people. I said, well, and then the rule in the rule in showbiz, uh, yeah, the show said, must go on. but if but if the amount of audience is double the amount of cast, you go on. So if it's a stand-up show with one person, two you just need two uh, people to, to do it. And it was it was an I'm 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 thankful that I did that experience because it was a real test of my patience yeah. and test of ability. And, it's almost you know, like a small rehearsal as well. Because most people yeah. could have gone would have gone. Yeah. Mate, a lot of people would have gone. I'm just not going to bother. Mm. But you have to go on. You have those people are there yeah, to see the a, show. It's a good mindset um, to be in. It's very and they very spirited out, of you. They turned out to be two reviewers from the same uh, organization. Yeah. So I got quite a good four-star review out of them. Nice. So, For going on anyway. Which was good. See, it pays off. So it was worth it. And then the yeah. second gig I did, I had about five people in. Right. So it had gone up a okay. little bit. So you've gained um, some popularity. Three of these people... talks of Jacob Holland Yeah, Manchester. exactly. Three of these people were related to the comedy course. Because Ryan and Michael were going to see it anyway, because they live in Manchester, and then they brought a friend along. Oh, brilliant. So those three were sort of connected anyway. Mm. You'd have to, to see them up in Manchester doing. then. Exactly, yeah. Oh, cool. Um... It was a very strange gig, that, because I ended up talking a lot about them, because they were in the audience. (laughs) So, you know, I ended up, it was a very strange gig. I would have liked that. Uh, Yeah, it was was certainly an experience. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds interesting. I've I've got an Edinburgh Fringe-related story, um, and this must have been, this was the summer before I came to Winchester. Right. In which I flyered for a company, and so I would, you know, hand out. I had to oh, yeah. go and see this. Comedian. You're one of those annoying people off the street. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. was. I was. Yeah. <laughs> um, and um, I was flyering during during that time, and one of the shows we were flyering for wasn't like a traditional show. It wasn't a stand-up show or something yeah. like that. It was sort of kind of karaoke but better it was like a game show plus karaoke oh you've mentioned this before yeah i might have mentioned this but, i don't, um, don't remember how it goes no so, so do continue um, 
you guys seen the Red Bull soapbox race? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, it was no. presented by the same two people who yeah. present that, Tim and Gendel. And um, the whole concept, it was called Famous First Words. And the whole concept was you they would play a song and then the audience would raise their hand and go, I know what song that is. And then would get invited up on stage and they would then be tasked with to be to sing the first line of okay. the song. Doesn't seem too difficult. No. I think I've done my right. announcement deck before, you know, maybe. Yeah, it seems similar, but you know, yeah. and then the uh, participant, the audience member, would be judged uh-huh. on on three different factors. It was like timing, um, enthusiasm, and the actual words. Right, okay. Um, what about, like, actual, like, singing quality? No, that was not judged. So you could you know be what? stone deaf and still be, you know, gold star across like the board. like that, sure. Gives, and, gives yeah. other people and, a and this was, like, at 11 o'clock at night with drinks available, so it was such a fun night. Oh, it was all slurred. <laughs> well, no, actually, it, you know, people who'd gone to it, it wasn't like a get f- absolutely fucked kind <laughs> of thing. It was yeah. enjoy the event with a drink or two nice yeah and um uh and this was at 11 o'clock or something like that so it was a night show and because we were flying for them we got in to see them for free mm-hmm. and so pretty much every night for the show because it, it was only like on fridays and saturdays or something but i went along pretty much every night because mm-hmm. it was such a good fun show and i'd actually managed to Get up several times and sing a song. And How old were you when this was happening? This again? must have been. Oh, so when did I come to Winchester? Uh, 2018. 2018. So, yeah, so I would have been 21. 21? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know how much older you are than us sometimes. Yeah. I turned so 21 I'm, December. Wow. So yeah. I would have been 21. And um, so, yeah, and I'd gone along and I'd got to the finals. Mm. sometimes as well so you had to win you had to do the thing yeah. get it all three stars what's the what's the, like in, a grand prize um i don't know because i got to the final about two or three times and i never actually won it uh, so i think it was just a little trophy or a little yeah. bragging prize but That's still cool. you know it's still cool and um so yeah and then right at the end of the show, um, of the entire fringe, and on the final show, mm-hmm. um, after everyone was packed up, and um, Tim and Gendel, who who were yeah. the guys who ran it, basically said to me, "Look, can we get your number? Ooh. Because we're thinking of doing a TV show of this, <gasps> and we would love to have me as one of the first contestant fantastic and i was like fuck yes yeah. <laughs> yes and I i'd love just, to see you on something like that. yeah because it was like 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 people loved me like people people love me no genuinely people <laughs> were like screaming my james, name james, 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 james genuinely james. you mock that's what it was there we love you, James. We're like Frank Brass at you. There, no, <laughs> genuinely, I'm not I'm not <laughs> yeah. exaggerating any of this. There, there were people who had come to see me do it. How many not people just... in the world do you think have like 
your face tattooed on their body because of that shit. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Like a little microphone. Oh my god. <laughs> but no, there was actually, like, on one of the last shows, there was actually someone who, who, had, who had obviously had maybe one too many, but he was still still in control of his faculties. But it was like, <laughs> That's good. oh my god, you're amazing! You are a god! God, yeah. Do you think the drink might have like, had something to do with that? Oh, my God. It was like, shit. So I, what happened about the TV show, then? Did I don't know. I never got the call. So I... I but, like, I, it didn't... The show didn't happen, though. The like, show didn't happen. Yeah. I haven't seen it on telly. We'd know about it. Um, so, yeah. It's because I... So, yeah. I was sick, mother. You know, I, every time my phone rang mm. for about eight months, I was like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. What is that? Hello? Oh, no. It's Jeff the Coco. Fuck. I don't know, I guess, like, just no station picked it up or something. Yeah, no. It's a shame. Still, though, sounds yeah. like fun. What, yeah, what songs, it certainly does. What songs do you remember performing before we um, Well, like, my go-to one was 500 Miles. Oh, of course. That was, like... Being Scottish and all. Yeah. And, um, so, yeah. And then there was... Oh, what other ones were there? There were... Oh, I can't remember what... Maybe... Maybe there was um, Raining Men nice. or YMCA. <laughs> Raining Men's a good one. Basically, the ones that everyone loves. Yeah. So, yeah. Good, like, uh, something everyone can get involved in, mm-hmm. like a 500 miles. Yeah. Really and yeah. and then, um, for every song you did, mm-hmm. you got wee drinks token as well, <gasps> so you could go get a shot of vodka, what? I think it was. And oh. so even if I didn't get into the final, I got some free shots out of it. something out of it. So yeah. God, that's that's good actually. What a story. That's a nice little motivator. Yeah, it's yeah, good. yeah, I like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before we move on, I'll tell one quick little comedy thing. Go on. Like, something that happened to me in high school, which mm. I it's always stuck with me. This yeah. is like this is like when I found out like oh I like I like being funny. I like telling little jokes here yeah. and there. During uh, one of my maths class, I'd like the classic maths teacher. You know, like very 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 moody. Likes to. Yeah, like yeah. to set sets work was like not needed stuff like that, and oh, everyone knew this. No one liked this teacher that much. I won't, I won't say the name. Yeah. And one of the students who was sat next to me at one point in my lesson said, oh, "Miss, these lessons always last for so long." To which the teacher replied, "I can make it a lot longer for you." <laughs> which then I said, "That's what she said." Oh. But the teacher burst out laughing. Oh, this brilliant. miserable old woman. She loved that. <gasps> Of course, my class kind of erupted as well. Ah, uh, there you go. But that's always stuck with me. I like mm. that story. So that's kind of like, I don't know. I think it helps me. I don't know, develop a personality, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe go from introverted to more extroverted. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, we will move on. Oh, it's another joke break. It's that joke break. It's for joke. Um, da, 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 da. I've come prepared with another joke. I'll tell this one to you, Jay. For, for me, yeah, yeah. Uh, you guys probably have heard this before, but it's a joke I like, so I'm uh, going to retell uh, it again. Uh, uh, uh. Right, so it's three friends in a pub. Okay, yeah. one of the one of the friends turns to the other team and says, "Guys, I've I've just noticed I've got a really small head. I think I might have the smallest head in the world." And then another friend turns around and says, it's weird that you say that, because I've got really small hands. I think I might have the smallest hands in the world. And the third friend says, God, that's, that's also strange, because I think I've got the smallest dick in the world. It's tiny. And I said, well, this is, this is strange, lads. What we should do is go to the Guinness World Records office and see if we've got the world's smallest head, hands, and dick. And I'm like, this is great. Yeah, we'll do this tomorrow. So the next day, we all go into the world, Guinness World Records office. The guy with a small head goes in. Comes out, 
Guys, we'll never guess what. I've got the world's smallest head. It's fantastic. <laughs> Guy with a hand goes in, comes out. He says, guys, you won't believe this. I've got the world's smallest hands. It's incredible. <laughs> Third guy comes in. He comes out. Who the fuck is Jacob Hollands? All <laughs> 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 right, there you go. That's a little joke that I threw in. Oh, um, dear. Yeah. If yeah. you guys want to tell any jokes. Like, it's true. Look in the uh, 2020 Guinness Manual. <laughs> um, <laughs> you, uh, this happened, like, at the end of year one. You told us that joke you and a few friends used to tell. It used to go on forever. Oh, like, I love that. Do you want to tell this for a podcast? Right, well... Or, okay. like, a Shawson... Okay, musical? so... Because, like, I love this. This is brilliant. I got I got taught this at, um... At a, at a camp. Okay. And uh, we're all in the, we're all in the you know, story time in the tent. And, of mm-hmm. course, typically you, you tell ghost stories or horror stories. So, um... So this is man... And he is a marketplace mm-hmm. trader. And he travels very, very far from his house one day to do some work uh, in, uh, in a marketplace. And he gets to the end of the day and he sold everything. He's done really well. He's got lots of money. And uh, the problem is, is he can't go home that day. It's getting very late and he can't go home. Mm-hmm. And uh, so what he decides to do is he decides to look around for a hotel or B&B. And he's in a small village and there are no hotels, there are no B&Bs, nothing is open. He's thinking, oh, goodness, how, what, what, what am I going to do? And he comes to the end of the street and he sees this mansion. And it's a dark mansion. And the road winds up and up and up. And to the right on the top of a hill, there's this massive... Um, dark mansion and he goes right up to the door and there are bats flying around and there are bits of twisted and gnarled bark and tree he goes up to the door he knocks on the door and the door slowly creaks open and there's this man there and he says yes can i help you the man says well i'm a market trader and um i've uh, i've um I, I can't go home tonight. Can I stay for the night? And he says, yes, you can stay. But I'm afraid you'll have to sleep right next to Morris, the mad monk. He says, who is this Morris, the mad monk? He said, well, he's pretty harmless. But your room will be right next to his. And don't be afraid. Because he's completely harmless. But he might start talking and saying things. But don't, don't, be, don't be worried. So he shows the man to his bedroom. And night falls. And he's just falling off to sleep. He hears, he hears Morris, the mad monk. And Morris starts shouting through the walls. He starts going, what can I do with these bony hands and these thick, rubbery lips? And he repeats it again and again and again. What can I do? What can I do with these bony hands and these thick, rubbery lips? What can I do? Man's getting pretty scared. And the next morning, he awakes and uh, he says, did Morris, the butler says, did Morris say anything? He said, yeah, he kept saying about his hands and his lips. He said, don't worry, don't worry. He's mad, but he is perfectly harmless. So he thanks the man and he leaves. And the next day he, he goes back to the marketplace, does very well again. He sells all of his stuff, but he has the same issue. It's getting very late. Nothing is open. So he has to go back. To the house. And, the, and he goes under the door. He says, the butler says, oh, it's you again. He says, yeah, I'm really sorry, but 
look, I know this is becoming a bit of a thing, but I'm quite happy to pay you now. Uh, look, here's some money. Can I stay again? He says, okay, it's absolutely fine. You can stay again. But, you know, you'll have to, if you want to stay again, I'd quite like something for, you, for the contribution of your hospitality. He says, it's absolutely fine. And he goes back up to the room. And this time he notices that Morris's door is ever so slightly open. Just a bit of light streaming out. Yeah, is that strange? God, I don't want to go anywhere near him. This guy's clearly crazy. So he goes back into the room and night falls again. And once again, Morris starts talking and he goes, What can I do with these bony hands, these thick, rugby lips? And he says, Right, I'm going I'm to peer through the door. I have to see what he's doing. And he peers in and he sees Morris hovering in the corner, chatting to himself. What can I do with these bony fingers and these thick rubbery lips? He's really freaked out. Next morning, he says, look, you've got to do something about Morris. Find him help to do something. He says, I can't. I can't. He's we've tried it. We've tried him help. But he, he, he he's 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 I, I have to look after him. And he says, well, that's very good of you. Anyway, the man leaves. And the next day he comes back to Marketplace. And he sells all the stuff again. Unfortunately, there's nothing open again. He's making a habit of this now. Mm. Um, and he goes back up to the house. He says, right, I need my room again. He says, absolutely fine. Night falls again. And this time, Morris is really shouting. He says, what can I do? What can I do with these bony fingers and these thick rubbery lips? And he says, I'm going to have to say something. And he goes to Morris's door and he turns the knob. He slowly moves in. And Morris is in the corner, staring out the window. What can I do with these bony fingers and these thick, rubbery lips? And he approaches Morris. A floorboard creaks. Morris turns around, spots him, stares at the man, a deathly stare. And he says to the man, What can I do with these bony fingers and thick, rubbery lips? And he goes right up to the man and he raises his finger and the man quails back in fear. And Morris goes, I can do this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's, oh, it's bloody ridiculous. <laughs> it was, I knew it was coming the entire time. It's still funny. Because with a description of a story, if you didn't know it was like a joke, it can be like quite chilling. And yeah. you, you don't know where it's yeah. going to go. Yeah. And the beauty is, didn't you say you should try to make the story longer every time you tell so, the joke? So every time you tell the story, there's a challenge mm. to try and make it longer. So you and, add more and more notes. And, and, and my f uh, a friend at a camp who was a pro at telling this story, and he's the one who told it to us, uh -huh. he made it last 45 minutes once. 45 minutes. Uh, when they were, he, he was at a train station, <laughs> and this train was delayed, and he made it last 45 minutes just for that one punchline where Morris takes his finger and goes... Something <laughs> was a laugh that he got after 45 oh, minutes. Well, this is it. When we got told this story... Does it get to a point where it's not funny and it's, like, annoying? But Well, <laughs> this is it. You either try to annoy people and you go, yeah. oh, come on, where's this, where's this story flipping well going? Mm. Or you make it scary by getting people back on board when Morris raises his hand. Yeah. And... Um, I tell you, it's a masterclass in storytelling. Yeah, well, that really story. is. Yeah. yeah, that was a, yeah. that was a good length. Though. Yeah, I don't. I wasn't timing it, but uh, that was good. It was a, there's just enough build-up. It was just. I liked it. It's a break. Tell it to your friends if you've got plenty of time on your hands. Those. God, yeah. yeah. If you've got time to kill, it's one yeah. to tell. Yeah. Uh, all right, we'll move on from the joke section. Last section now. 
uh, just about the future, where you guys want to go, where you'd like to see yourselves in the future, like yeah, dream dream jobs or like uh, I don't know, like when you look back, what do you hope to have achieved? That kind of stuff. Well, quite frankly, it's a miracle I've made it to twenty three. So anything <laughs> after mean, this point is I do, I do mean, is, a, is a plus for me, really. I'll, I'll remind you that the the topic is comedy, and I'm looking for comedy related answers. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, have you got like any plans coming up like near future? Uh, I know I want to do my first sort of professional gig, um, some point soon. Soon. Um, I know I'm doing uh stand up for like my big end of year project. Yeah. So that'll be good, and then hopefully. Because that's get... all stuff you can do at uni as yeah. well. It would be applied to like yeah. other audiences. Yeah. So hopefully I can use that as mm-hmm. a springboard and um then it's a good time use it as a springboard i like it springboard yeah. hopefully it's <laughs> just not a springboard into doom hopefully yeah. springboard crossed. upward so it's a steady foundation yes. yeah um but yeah so yeah that's my plan yeah what about what where do you hope to to get to uh, what's like the, the dream goal i mean dream goal is somewhere like live at the apollo or mock the week or just being stand-up then? Just, yeah. Yeah? Pretty much. Mm. Yeah. How about yourself, Jacob? Well, I'm, I'm open to do lots of things, really. I, do, yeah. I honestly don't mind. As um, a different pro- uh, project. As long, yeah, yeah. As long, as long as I'm doing comedy, or not even necessarily that, as long as I'm just you know, you know, making people laugh, and, and uh, I'm quite happy to do that. But I'm, you know, I've done stand-up, I've done a few gigs I was supposed to go to Edinburgh this year but of course that was cancelled like everything yeah, else COVID. Um, so we'll see what happens in the future um, you said when we were watching Wallace and Gromit <laughs> earlier you'd, you'd like to work for Arbor I'd like to work I, I would like to work for Arbor so that's like another sort of um, field like yeah, anime, yeah. animation voice actor yeah I'm writing a script at the moment which that is would be animation which, which is the, which I'm targeting it at Ardman. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. their level of Brit, that classic British humour that they use I'm sort of levelling it at that. Um, and, yeah, so I, I'm i quite happy to say that I don't know exactly what the future entails, as no, nobody no, does. That's good. You should do yeah. lots of different um, things, like yeah, what you like yeah, the most. Exactly. Yeah. It's good to be experimental. But I've done bits of acting and, and bits of stand-up and, and serious stuff as well. If I got off to do something serious, I think I'd probably do it. Oh, really? Know? Probably, um, like, think... serious acting? Yeah, 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 yeah. Drama okay. or, 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 or play or... You know, whatever. Well, it was um, the, the thing last year that I couldn't make that you did with Sammy. Mm, uh, I did a... Wasn't this for charity? Was it? It was... This was for... Um, Global warming, was it not? Yeah, so I did a few. Oh, raising the awareness. The one I did... The, uh, the one I did with Sammy was... Uh, all the plays were written by um, children who suffered with learning difficulties. Right, this was it, yeah. Uh, it was a set... It was a... Um, it was a series of five plays written by... Uh, yeah, these children who and they were really, really talented writers. Mm. Uh, I can see them going places actually because they were really good. Now I know um, the scripts were anonymous, but did you ever get to meet anyone who submitted them? Yeah, we did meet. We did oh, meet brilliant. some of them um, because we did a read through with them. So if 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 they wanted to give us direction about how they wanted mm. the character to be played, uh, that it was very. And I got a very nice comment from one of the writers who oh. said that I had played. Exactly how he imagined, which uh, which was, is ideal. Yeah, um, when the that must be nice to hear. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, but they were really talented children, really, really good. Um, see that that was at the Mayflower in Southampton. I see. Yeah. Um, 
And I think the project may be happening again this year. I don't know, of course, about COVID and stuff. If, no, if it's been cancelled yeah. or something. Everything's kind of up in the air. It's, but it's yeah, awkward. We, I, like James said there, there was the one, the theatre, the university do every year, which is called Climate for Change, which is raising awareness of global warming, another good cause. Um, I did a play, a short play um, in that, which was about a politician who is visited by um, four emotions. Emotions. Yeah, politicians don't have those. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, what? that's why he was visited that's why he was by visited. them. Exactly. I didn't know greed was an emotion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but um, yeah. So there were there were emotions associated with the debate of climate change. Okay. One was called hope. I bet fear was uh, one. One was called action. Uh, I I was what was I? Um, I was basically the oblivious one. Okay. The man. The character who uh, sees it on TV but doesn't particularly understand it. Uh, uh, anyway. Right, okay. Um, and he's visited by these emotions that, that tell their story, mm. uh, doing all the angles from climate change, and he realizes at the end that he has to he has to do something about the climate change. So it's a very it was a very you know metaphorical play. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but bits and and, and it be a be a, I don't know if the university are doing that this year. I know the theatre is in trouble, uh, but I think they've secured funding now to carry on. So yeah. we'll see what happens if the uni decide to do plays there or, or, or you know, whatever. Um, but it's just so it's just so unknown now. Um, yeah. yeah, future's uncertain. And the future is uncertain, yeah. Feeling the, the, no, chaos. But, but, it's, it, but it's fun. It's fun in the way that, you know... You, you might have a new experience, and, yeah. and that's not a bad thing. So you know, and life's yeah. kind of like that. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. No, yeah. like there's always going to be curveballs, and it's a mature yeah. mindset to have. You know, so, if you win some, you lose some. Yeah. With COVID, a lot of people went online with 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 varying yeah. success. Did you watch stage with David Tennant? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. I thought it was really good. That was really good. It was they brilliant. Did, they did the best I, they could with what they had, and it, it turned out really yeah, well. Yeah, I think I watched it while. It was either while lockdown was still going on, or it was just after. Yeah. Um, but it, it came it, out like middle of lockdown. I think. Yeah. It was like April or something. Wasn't yeah. It? Yeah. Yeah. Because then it April. It came to Netflix pretty early on as well. It did. Yeah. So yeah, and so I watched it while I was still at home with the family, and it was hilarious. It was like yeah. it had it just had them and their families in it, and then. But it few, works. And yeah. yeah, it did, and it was always through webcams mm-hmm. and whatnot, so it it worked really, yeah. really well. Sometimes, I don't know, change isn't bad, you know. Yeah, it very much it's reminded good. me of the trip with Rob. Yeah, because people having conversations. Exactly. Yeah, people having just conversations. Just sort of televised podcasts. And all yeah, that. yeah, that's it. Yeah, kind of like this. Yeah. Well, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, as long as you remain optimistic, because yeah, as you'll be exactly fine. be optimistic you'll be and you'll be fine. Yeah. What a what a nice way to. Wrapper. Close up. Yeah. yeah so uh, I think that's it. Thank you for joining me, gentlemen. Quite, a, quite, right. quite a pleasure. Uh, do you guys want to shout out any social medias before we before we finish? Uh, well, you can look up me on YouTube and Facebook, Jacob Hallen Comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got lots of videos on there, various sorts of types of comedy. Uh, Twitter is at Comedy Holland, and Instagram is Jacob Holland, all one word. Yeah, got the loss in there. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. What about you, James? Like to shout anything out today? I've just got my Twitter at. James Crampton. You've got Twitter um, now. I think yeah. Oh. I, yeah. So um, but I don't have Instagram. 
or YouTube. I'll probably be getting a YouTube soon-ish, hopefully. Oh yeah, for you. you've got a project coming up. Yeah. Which involves that. So yeah, I'll cool. be running, yeah. Well, uh, if anyone wants to follow the Burn Friends Twitter account, it's at Burn Friends. James, now I know you have Twitter, you can follow yes. me. Uh, and that's a wrap. Thanks again, gentlemen. Thanks very much. No Cheers. worries. End recording. Thank you.